My name is Mila, and here is how I say buttholes. Welcome to Andrea Savage, a grown-up woman. Hashtag buttholes. Um, thanks for uh, tuning in to me and the, the tone tone. Uh, is that, uh, am I getting part of the billing on the show now? Are we changing the title? <laughs> Hashtag buttholes and the tone tone? Yeah, sure. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, the tone tone might be something that's near the butthole. Ooh. Yeah, so decide if that's the direction that you want to go. I mean... You're still I, the title. Exactly. It's it's kind of a big deal, right? Good publicity, still publicity. Yeah, well, we'd also have no idea at this point where this show stands. Like, it, you know, oh. as we said before, well, I don't know if people will have heard that yet, but uh, it could be one of the biggest disasters of all time. Uh, and... That is what we're gunning for because yeah. we don't want to fall in the middle. No. Either huge success out of the gate or biggest disaster this world has ever seen. Exactly. Nobody talks about the middle. <laughs> Nobody talks about the middle. Except for Malcolm. We can cut that out. Oh, we are not cutting that out because the people need to know what I deal with when I walk in here in the oh, morning. please. You Nothing just but said pleasant. by the other day, uh, the other day, you just said to me right before we started and I was joking around with you about something. You're like, oh, it's too early. It's like. I said it's too early for this bullshit, meaning <laughs> the things you were saying to me. Yeah. In terms of I said, hey, is there anything you want to talk about for the intro? And you're like. Ah, man, there's a couple things, I guess we can. And I was like, oh, fuck, come on. Well, because on the other side of that, if I come in and I'm like, yeah, I got this great story, then you're just going to lay into me anyway. So in so hard as I have learned quickly, I can't win. So I, I'm not even just I'm just not even trying. Tony, I have a question for you. Okay, uh, that I was thinking about Mm -hmm. in our bid of friendship as becoming adult friends, which is not an easy task to do. No. Um, what is your middle name? What is my middle name? Do you want to, you want to make a game out of this? Uh, sure. Uh, what, uh, is, is it there... Robert? No. Is it a classic? Uh, it's an, it's not a uncommon name. Is your first name actually Anthony? No, it is Tony. My name is just straight up Tony. What are you? Heritage. It, uh, a big mix. It's it's one of those things. Like anytime I try to talk to my family about, it, they're like, oh, we're just like a mix oh, of a bit." But it's they like, all fucked crazy yeah, people, yeah, yeah. and no one's quite sure. That's yeah. what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. But it's it's English. I think is the heavy uh, thing. On a scale of one to ten, how slutty would you categorize your family and ancestors? Uh, I you know I'd I'd like to hope for a ten. Tony, we are going to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> that answer, my heart just opened and enveloped you. That's the right attitude. Oh, hey, have some fun, you know? I am 100%. Okay, yeah. so is the middle the middle name sort of a classic middle name yeah, let for me t- someone let me, your age? And let me tell you, mm-hmm. uh, your first guest right out of the gate, Robert. Was right? Not too far off. Let me, I'll say this. Here's your, here's uh-huh. your first letter is correct. Richard. Yeah, there you go. Are you serious? Two guesses. Impressive. Either we're meant to be, just number one, <laughs> or number two, I have a gift from God of guessing people's middle names on the second guess. Can I tell you right now, my dad's name's Richard. 
And my older brother's middle name is Richard. And I have an uncle, Richard. Mm, that's my dad's middle name as well. Uh, did anyone in your family go by Dick? My dad sometimes does, yes. My dad goes by Dick. Yeah. Dick Savage. Nice. Now that's a name. That is a name. Dick Savage. Yeah. My my dad's uh, longtime, you know, kind of go-to dad line. Because uh-huh. his name is actually Harold Richard. So some people call him Harold. Some people call him Dick. Harry and so Dick. he loves... He, well, no, not that. He, oh. But he loves He loves to... He didn't go with Harry Dick as yeah. his go-to dad joke? It's, it's more of introducing himself to people. My name's Harold, but you can call me Dick. I have notes. I, I didn't say it was good. I'm just is he I'm still presenting with us? this. He is. I'd love to get on the phone with <laughs> Harold. You can call me Dick and be like, Her- Harold, you had a great opportunity. His name is Harry Dick. Yeah. Am I the first one to point this out in no. your family? Okay. No. Great. Well, I, d- I don't know if I've ever. Uh, it was definitely a thing friends have said to me a lot. Okay. Personal friends, not the cast of friends. Just for clarification. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I was under the impression that you were hanging out with Schwims to be the cl- very close with the Schwims um, and the courts. All right, we have Mila Kunis coming in today. Yeah, very exciting. Um, Mila, first of all, you know her from Black Swan, Bad Moms, obviously the '70s show, Family Guy, Ted. One of one of my favorite movies, and that you haven't even mentioned. Uh, Friends with Benefits? No. All right. What is it? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh my God, she's so good in that. That movie. She's so good in that. Yes. That's a that's a a known and popular movie. Yet I feel still a bit underrated. I agree. Yeah. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that movie so much that we spent a few days of our honeymoon staying at the Turtle Bay Resort, which is where yeah. most of that movie takes place. I'd love it if you. Pulled back on that when Mila's here. I feel like that sounds oh, I'm going a little, heavy. You're going heavy yeah. in. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start showing her a just, bunch of photos. Then let me. Then I'll tell you right now. Just make a choice. Either you ignore it or you go so hard in <laughs> that this is the epic disaster that we've been waiting for. Um, now, Mila's somebody that I know, but we're not super close. But I absolutely love every time I hang out with her. And it's one of those where I'm like, I want to hang out with this person more. And I'm so excited that she came to do this. I'm assuming this will probably be the end of our budding friendship. (laughs) Um, But I had, you know, I'll have my hour. Um, But she's fantastic. And um, I'm, I'm really excited to sit down with her. One of those voices that like travels. Do you You're know? What I-, <laughs> I feel like between the two of us, yeah, we don't need to even record this, and that people will hear. Yeah, it yeah. I always <laughs> tell every sound person I'm ever working with, I'm just like, just lower the volume now. Yeah, because I do an animated show for 18 years. And yes. it took them two seconds to realize. You don't need to amp up. Like they know when there's like a screaming line. They're like, like I at this point, I'm pretty good about being like, I'm so sorry <laughs> because I know my voice is just um, gorgeous. Well, that's one way of saying it. I like to talk about the shrieky, shrill. You have a lovely voice. Oh, Mila, please, how dare you? No, I don't. It is piercing. You're delusional. You're genuinely delusional. <laughs> you I, do not have a piercing voice. My. Somebody my brother dated once had a piercing voice. I mean, unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. Like what? I should have recorded her before they broke up. I can't even mimic it. If I did, you, I don't know if you would believe me. Is Was it hi? Yes. Like that. 
and then imagine a laugh that like uh, like that laugh from friends like that one character remember janice worse than janice janice ah, yeah no it wasn't it was that but imagine incredible i can't like so high-pitched guys like yes. that? Almost like a dolphin. That's yes. say, that was yes. like a dolphin. It made me cringe. And I was like, oh my God, if that's like <laughs> going to be in my life. Be for the rest of my life. How long did they date for? Was there any concern I that this was something you were going to be yes. connected with for life? Because he was a grown up at that point. Mm. Like this was, you know, as an adult. This was an adult relationship. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> I can when pro- I get my. Let me tell. I can promise you, she's not listening. <laughs> I can promise you, nobody you're worried about listening is. You'd listening. be surprised. <laughs> Let's test this theory and well, talk shit about people and see who texts me. Thank you. That's <laughs> what I had planned. I Let's see if anyone's fucking paying attention. Um, one thing that I woke up this morning and I was like, "This is an, a weird thing." I, when I sleep, I sleep with um, a big eye mask, like a sleeping mask, uh-huh. and earplugs every night. Like the uh, wax earplugs or like normal? The foam yeah. ones, sleeping ones, so they're a little softer. Yeah. I woke up with one of my earplugs in my underwear <laughs> this morning. <laughs> How did I get there? I don't know. I woke up and I had one in- earplug in. I was yeah. like, okay, but that happens sometimes, and it falls out, and I searched around. <laughs> And then I went to change my clothes, <laughs> and an earplug fell out of my underwear, and I have been reeling, really. As to how it got in there? How it got in there. It wasn't, like, bottom of my underwear, like, crotch part. Is it in the back or the front? No, it was the front, but, like, kind of right at the top. I don't know. <laughs> and how would it possibly have gotten in my underwear? I don't know. It's like a, you have, like, an earplug gate happening today. Yeah. I know. I don't know. Does it happen often? This is never, for the record, never. I've lo- I've had earplugs fall out, yeah. but they've never ended up in the front of my underwear. I don't think in, I was doing doing anything with it i don't think it was sexual in nature <laughs> well i mean but again how do i <laughs> you were sleeping if it was sexual in nature then i will tell you i didn't get any pleasure out of it <laughs> and then i'm disappointed that if i went to the lengths that clearly my body wanted to go to and i don't remember it then how could it i mean maybe you're just rolling around and then it just kind of like tucked itself in it's so far from my ear <laughs> I blame Jeremy. Crush. I'm going to blame Jeremy for this one. I don't know why, but I feel like that's a good, solid Do go-to. you think my husband <laughs> yes. woke up, yes. set an alarm, <laughs> and stuck your earplug out, took one earplug out, and then slipped it in the front of my underwear? Yes. Just so I would be the yes. next day? If yes. I was married to somebody you that love fun, <laughs> I would never leave the house. I you and Jeremy work. are very different. We are very different. Very different. Yeah. Now yes. I know you through Jeremy. Right? Yes, like that's how I first. Yeah, we are like very you're way more people. fun than Jeremy. Way, <laughs> way more fun. I would say it's not even. Yeah, like close. he hits a lotto with you. I agree. Yeah, I, and <laughs> this I is true. I feel like everyone in the room agrees. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> all facts, guys. Mm-hmm. These are just facts. This is just science. Yes. Um, now. When Jeremy listens to this, he's going to be like, he's your one listener. Go this fuck is- yourself. <laughs> because he also, because I do he's have, aware. He is aware, but he also disagrees. That's- and he spends a lot of time, which never goes well, trying to convince me how much fun other people think he is. That's he not- is I'd rather go out with you than Jeremy. <laughs> well, that's. 
that's not even the biggest compliment. <laughs> like, that's like, I'd rather like eat, drink urine than eat poop. Like <laughs> that is not the most ringing I feel endorsement. like Jeremy's, um, he is your agent though. So yeah. I will say he probably has never like fully relaxed. Well, I, I know I have. So <laughs> that's his fault, not mine. That's true. That is true. He does ha- he does appreciate good sense of humor, 100%. and he actually is um, he actually is funnier than I like to give him credit for. It just makes me laugh when he tries to convince me that I am wrong and other people think he's funny, and then I'm like, okay, and he's like, don't fucking say okay, but mean no fucking way. And I'm like, there's no world where this is gonna get convinced of either one of us he's nice do you know um that there you are there's no way you would know this there is a storyline and i'm sorry that is oddly revolves around a conversation he had with you oh i really yes oh good you and i'm so happy to have inspired something out of these was this an argument jeremy and i have some good blowouts was it was not an argument oh, okay it was a story he told you yes i know what you're going at it's my favorite story it has to be what we're both thinking of is it? I don't know because. Well, what is it? It was it trades, trades bra. Oh no! Oh, okay, sorry. No, that's a good story. I don't even think you will even clock that this was a thing. Okay. So, um, basically, he, I, I was at a coffee shop and I bumped into a guy that I'd forgotten about who I had had sex with. Yeah. And I came home and I was like. The weirdest thing happened. This guy came up to me and then he was like, oh, Andrea? You, you had sex with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So he's not a liar. So Jeremy, whatever, two days later, he's like, I was talking to Mila and I told her that story you told me about the guy that you forgot you had sex with and she thought it was hilarious. Oh, I think, yes. And, oh, and, I yes. And you're laughing right funny. now. <laughs> but I was like, that's not the story. And he was oh. like, yeah, it is. And I was like, no, no, no. The point of the story was... <laughs> I had bumped into someone I'd completely forgotten about who I happened to have had sex with. Yeah. My point was, how weird is it to forget about someone completely and then especially someone you may have had sex with? But the way he told it to you made it sound like I have (laughs) fucked (laughs) thousands of people. That's why I think it's funny. I know, but that's not why. (laughs) And so he tells me this and and I was like, she's going to think I have fucked so many people I don't remember who's been inside me. By the way, (laughs) yes. But my numbers are low. (laughs) Mine are really low. But I thought that that was really funny. Okay. (laughs) I did. I'm sorry. I think it's really sweet. I think it's funny. But it's not even about it being (laughs) sweet or funny. I just was like, that's not the story. And then he was like, I don't understand the difference between this. What your version is and what my version is. I was like, one is just me forgetting about someone. Not the point that I've fucked so many people that I don't remember who I've had sex with. It was just like, but how many people do you meet every day? A lot. Give yourself credit. Like, come on. At the end of the day, you meet a lot of people. And you're saying, and think of all the people I haven't had sex with? Yeah. And give myself a pat on the back? So congratulations. (laughs) I do wish my numbers were higher. Oh, what? Are you two-hander, one-hander, multiple? Like, are you over 20, under 20? Under 20. Over 10? Yeah. Oh, I mean... It's not terrible. No, it's it's pretty good. I just think looking. I mean, you're not like a 50 to 100. No, no. God, no. No, no, no. But you could be. Dare to dream. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriends are. I have one girlfriend that is, you know, single at 30. I was going to say. Yes, late late 30s. 
and uh, and has had plenty of fun. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> God, so yeah. I can't imagine she remembers everyone. How's that? That'd I'd be shocked. Then I feel like that's an appropriate story for her. But, but this this well, image he wasn't that Jeremy, <laughs> this image that Jeremy was putting across, and then I was like, "Will you call Mila and tell her?" And he was like, "No." Do you think it's weird that your husband and I have these conversations? Yes, I don't even know <laughs> why that even. I was like, "How did that even come up?" We He's have like, the I don't know conversations. <laughs> yeah. I know it's weird. It's what happens when you work with someone for yeah. so long. You're oddly way too comfortable. Yeah, and then you're like, "All right, gotta go. Bye." Well, <laughs> uh, well, that was also. We we live in our house and we were we're redoing a fireplace and, and we were looking we we're talking about doing board form concrete like yep. it's so boring and I don't know why he mentioned that to you on the phone in or why it came up and you were like oh I know everything about board form concrete <laughs> <laughs> and uh, come look at our board form concrete yeah and then he's like oh Mila said we can go look at her board form and I was like how did that fucking come up <laughs> I don't know yeah. it's we have the we have a, I can say. Of incredibly obscure conversations. We also talk about books. I mean, I feel like yeah. we have a very nice oh, yeah. um, relationship. Yeah. yeah, I love your husband. Well, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's the funniest guy I know. I'm simply <laughs> saying I love your husband. <laughs> um, well, anyway, so you inspired a storyline. I'm so happy. Um, and you work with Joey. And I work with Joey Slayman, who you've know. worked with, yep. um, who says hello. I adore her. I spoke to her this morning. She's badass. Um, she's a badass. She's so funny. She's so smart. And she adores you as well. I'm so excited to be in a storyline. Does my character have my name? You don't? Uh, yes. It's Julie. It's somebody my husband works with. Okay. He's an entertainment lawyer on the show. Yep. Tom Everscott's character. And I watch your show. Okay, well, I'm I told gonna... Jeremy this. Did he not tell you? He, he did. He said. I had a tooth pulled. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I, I feel like all these compliments are like, they start out great. And then it's like, well, let me pull it back a little bit. So you were trapped <laughs> and you were unable to do so, anything else. Yes. And I chose your show. I binge okay. watched it. Oh, yeah. Season one and two or just yeah, one? One and two. Oh. So what happened is I have very, I don't watch TV. Yeah. I, I can honestly say yeah. I don't watch television. I watch uh, well, a, a one show a week uh-huh. is what I can, because I keep falling asleep. Yeah. Or possibly two. So like yeah. now I watch Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. and like 90210 and both those shows last me an entire week. Yes. So I'm very delayed or I watch lots of pilots yeah. and I so rarely I d- stay on things. I am So my tooth similar. got pulled and I was like. Well, I got to do something today, so I guess I'll just watch it. And also, I was like, the freezing of that, like everything about. This. But wait, wait, let me give you a compliment. And I was like, I heard the show is so. Um, can I curse in your podcast? Yeah, I was like, I heard I'm sorry is so fucking funny. I am high as a kite. I want to laugh. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna watch. I'm sorry. Five hours later, I was still watching. I called Jeremy. I was like, yo, your wife's show is really fucking funny. And he was like, I know. And I was like, okay, cool. Bye. And that's all. <laughs> Ended up watching the whole thing. It took me a minute to watch it. I think I watched it well, over like two, three weeks. But it was great. Like really you. funny show. Thank you. Yeah. Also very relatable uh, with the kids at the school. I was, the whole, you know. Yeah. And that has been conversations and stuff. Jeremy all does claim um, that I make myself – come off way more delightful on that show than I am in <laughs> real life. You're very quick on that show. You are yeah. quick. You are sharp. Also, the the restaurant <laughs> that you go right at with your writing partner, yeah. I go to all the time. Harvest Moon? Yeah. I'm there all the time. We shoot everything in Sherman Oaks and Studio City. I don't know how I haven't ran into you there. But yeah. I do go. I frequent your Harvest Moon. I really do. I like it I, there. That place is fantastic. Yeah. But like all, like Augustine, 
Well, I know that. The wine bars the on the show twice and uh, lots of Sherman Oaks Studio City stuff. Have you gone to Sushi Note across the street? Yes. That place is delicious. This de- and you know it's I know. The same people. This is how I got introduced to all of this. Was, you know, again, going back to fucking Jeremy. Jeremy. Like, um, every podcast. road. He may not be funny, but every road leads <laughs> back, back to Jeremy. To Jeremy. <laughs> um, now, this podcast is really just an excuse for me to, like, laugh and uh-huh. um, lure people uh, that I like and delight me over to my home. Um, Which is beautiful. Uh, thank you. Um, and, but I do like to talk about some people, like, obviously, uh you are known for a lot of different movies and television shows. Um, but mm-hmm. I like to focus on some of the more early works. Opal, oh, huh? Um, <laughs> this is awful. And <laughs> But just because I feel like those jobs are the ones where you're like jumping up and down when you get them. Like you're so excited. They're so seminal in your life. Uh-huh. And then there'll be a period of like 15 jobs you barely will remember. Uh-huh. But when you got Lucy Sanchez <laughs> on the John Larroquette show. Yes. Walk me through that audition <laughs> process and walk me through the feelings when you got it. Okay. So this is, um, you know, early 90s, mid 90s, right? Uh-huh. Where the industry wasn't as politically. Oh, correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when I was like 9, 10, 11, um, I looked what oh, is God. now referred to as, quote, ethnic. Uh-huh. Because I was dark haired. Right. Okay. So then all of a sudden I became the ethnic Every girl. ethnicity. And I was on lots of, lots of commercials on Telemundo, Univision. I was Did like, you speak any Spanish? No. No, no. Okay. Not one word. Okay. Um, but I, I looked the part. Uh-huh. So I would get lots of those parts. Yeah. That I would just be like, ethnic men, nondescript, but not blonde. It, yeah. Okay. So when I auditioned for the John Larroquette show, I had no idea. It's it, it was too adult. Like, I think I was like nine or 10. Yeah. Also, I don't really read scripts at nine or 10. I just no. read my sides. Yeah. And I was like, cool, it's this random show. And I play like this young girl. I didn't know what was happening. Didn't know who John Larroquette was. Uh-huh. You know, the show. I showed up to the table read. And um, it was the first and only table read where I've ne- where th- there was so much cursing. I have never in my life witnessed because John Larroquette's really funny, but he has a potty mouth. But it was a it was a network show, but he was just a potty just, mouth. He's a, and I was at ten years old, and all I did oh I, I remember going like this because <gasps> I was like, "That's so many bad words." Oh, that's my daughter now. Well, She's, now now I'm a fucking sailor, but well, at nine yeah. I was a lady, and I was like, wow. "Well, <laughs> questionable." Yeah, questionable. but I was shocked by it. It was a great experience, John Larroquette show, and we're, great and John he, Rio. And you were playing uh, the young daughter to uh, a lady. <laughs> <laughs> young daughter to lady. I I know I, I was supposed to be asleep in one scene. That was maybe like my favorite. Okay. And then um, did I do that show once or twice? I don't remember. Uh, it says once. Once. There you go. So clearly I wasn't that good because I know. <laughs> Listen, Lucy Sanchez didn't have didn't have an arc, but she was important to that one storyline. She line. really was. I th- yes, and I don't remember what it was. I really don't. I wish I did. I think, um, I don't know. What's the job that you remember, like your first job you got where you were like, oh my God, I just booked a fucking television job. Like, I'm going to do this. You were so young that I'm wondering, like, if you had any recollection of all of that. No, because it was just like a really fun hobby. Yeah. That that my parents allowed me to do. Yeah. As long as I stayed in school. Yeah. So it wasn't... um, 
with the intent of a career or with the intent of fame or yeah. with the intent of anything other than, oh, I, I, this is really fun. Yeah. And um, so the first thing that I got that I remember being like, oh, that's, I think, kind of cool is a movie, uh, it's a Roger Corman film called Piranha. Uh-huh. That um, was with Soleil Moon Fry and William Cat. Wow, wow, And, you know, wow. those deadly fish. And that was, like, the first thing I uh, that I remember going, oh, this is really cool. Like, I, I yeah. Like, but it wasn't any different than anything else. But the first mo- that I got that I spoke at was Days of Our Lives. That was the first time I had to do, like, a scene with a boy and I had to kiss him and I'll never forget that. You had to kiss a boy? Yeah, at, like, nine years old I did Days of Our Lives and I played Young Hope. And that I think I'd always remember because I was like, this is so, like, weird. I have to kiss somebody and I never kissed anybody. And the... Well, how old were you? Nine. I had to kiss him on the cheek, but it was still, like, a big deal. Like, oh, you had to kiss him on the cheek? I was like, what scene? I was trying on to the cheek, like, nine. what's happening on Days of Our Lives that they have Young Hope making out at nine? She was a hoe. She started off young. Young Hope, you know, it was the 90s. It, it was, was a different 90s. time. People were fast. But um, and just ethnic, just, they were fast and ethnic. ethnic. I mean, without <laughs> nondescriptly ethnic. There was other things. Yeah, it was bad. I'll t- yeah, I don't want to get myself in trouble. But yeah. back in the day, it was it, it, the, the industry was. Um, oh, it was different. And I talked about this. I played um, a Brazilian exchange student. Was my first job. And I played a racist Mexican that was racist against Russian Jews. Wow. Yeah. You had to really look inside yourself. Yeah, because I didn't look Russian or Jewish, which, by the way, guys, you spoiler are. alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, big they're Russian, like, You don't look Jew. like that. But you look you look like that, so you should play the racist girl. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but oddly, I was like, it's just play pretend, so well, why? Yeah. what's the big deal? Like, I didn't right. – I don't think it – you know. It would I, – I, I think about that, you know, because – you know, you work with child actors. Like, it's such a different thing to start as an adult. Totally different. And what you're focused on in, like, that first job and, like um, – but if Sweet Valley High, I played a Brazilian <gasps> exchange student. I watched all of Sweet Valley High. I played Renata Vargas, the Brazilian exchange <laughs> student, for the whole last season. I came okay. in for the last season. And what I was saying is, is like, one, they didn't care if my accent was totally. Portuguese. It was not. And I was like, do you want me to work on it? They were like, nope. This is great. Yeah. Your weirdo over the top thing. And I would have fruit on my head, ruffles, but then also love burritos. Totally. But then also talk about riding a burrow, but then also live in the Amazon <laughs> rain jungle, and then also do voodoo. Like, they yeah. just threw it all. Yeah. Different times. There. You should really watch Make-A-Wish Molly if you want to be a little offended. What is it? <laughs> That's where I played the racist Mexican. Oh, that was the one. Yes. It I would love to after watch Make a Wish Molly. Guys, it what was. was this? What was it teaching us? Racism, good or bad? Don't be racist. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like Unclear. racism's not. Because you're very good charming, you. so I feel like it would be hard to be like. Well, I wasn't a very nice character in this one, guys. I was very racist, <laughs> but I wore lots of um, ethnic garb. Is all I'm gonna say. You should really. <laughs> oh, I God. mean, this is in the world of your. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna check that out. That's fantastic. Yeah, you're welcome. Everyone. Um, <laughs> if you find this, oof, it's woo. a doozy. <laughs> okay. I apologize if this is the thing that ends your career. It might be. This is it. This is if I had Twitter, this is when the Twitter people would be like, man, you suck. You know, like that's my version of Twitter. Fuck those guys. Are you on Twitter? You are. I am because I have to be. I am not uh, great on the social media and I try to limit it. I don't like read Twitter all day. I don't. I kind of post and then I step away. Yeah. I kind of do it. Um, it, it's, It's it's not. Not the not the best for the mental health, I yeah, think. I Although I will say, I have such like I, I am the 
so lucky on social media. People are so kind to me. And I'm like, I know the other, you know, shoe is going to drop at some point, but it's pretty good. Maybe you just attract kindness. Let's <clears throat> so look at that compliment. Then I look was, but I was going to say if I attracted con- uh, kindness, then I'm not sure it would be like, so I was incapacitated. Literally nothing else was on television. <laughs> I had had my tooth pulled. I was super high. It's the only way I, I could laugh. Literally had no <laughs> other alternative, and I forced my eyes across your show. <laughs> that doesn't seem like I'm smart. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna be right back with Mila Kunis. Hi, it's Andrea. Listen. If you're enjoying the podcast, um, or I'll be honest, even if you're not, um, this would be just a personal favor to me, which no one gives a shit. But um, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Andrea Savage, Grown Up Woman, Hashtag Buttholes, or Spotify, or uh, Stitcher. Stitcher, all the places. Um, and then also Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It's annoying that we even have to say this, but unfortunately, it matters and it's annoying because I didn't want it to matter, but it matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't be stingy with the stars. Let it loose. Five Loosen stars. Up. Five stars. <laughs> I don't need your chanting, Tony. But five stars. stars five stars. <laughs> um, just be, don't be stingy with the stars. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Okay, back to the show. Bye. We are back with Mila Kunis. Now, Mila, do you like to play games? Yes. Great, because you're going to have to. Great. Regardless. I'm ready. So um, come up with a couple geared for you okay. based on some research. Um, yeah. Do <laughs> Okay. So first, we're going to play. I don't like to call it Fuck, Mary Kill. So I've decided to call it Make Love, Marry, Murder. <laughs> and the three M's. Okay. And you are, a, from what I gather, a big housewives. Oh, D- a Beverly Watcher. Hills housewives. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Don't worry. I know. Oh boy. Um, now Joey Slayman, who we talked about before, yeah. also big, big house, a big Real Housewives fan. Did okay. you know that? I don't know if I did. Oh, she is big, big in big in the biz. Okay. Like wants to talk about it all the time, and Me I don't too? follow it. And oh. she, well, you feel like you should follow it. I know. I get this all the time. Okay. So I have. Um, I'm going to start this over again because I don't have the... I did ask my husband once. I was like, listen, later in like 20 years, 30 years, what do you think of me going on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I was like, I'm like, just for like a year. He was like, there's, I would kill you. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, I think that's the appropriate answer. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Go. So, okay. So we have prepared some Mm -hmm. Mary Make Love Murder for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills husbands. Okay. Okay. So, okay. yes. These are your three choices. Okay. To marry, make love, or murder. Okay. Paul Kemsley, married to Dorit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what is your thoughts? Just initial thoughts. Murder. Okay. <laughs> that might be your well, feeling towards all of them. So, let's see. <laughs> um, we're but gonna, I don't want to offend them. They all seem very lovely. But in this game. Uh, you don't have a choice. Okay. Yes. I have to, I have to kill. You have to. He's dead to me. Okay. Well. You might want to oh, wait. Okay, wait. I'm just saying. Well, one of the Harry Hamlin. Oh, yeah. You know what? He seems lovely and likes to camp, and I like to camp. You so, do? Yeah, I love camping. Okay. And then the last is Mauricio. Okay. So I would marry. Oh, uh, see, I think Mauricio think it through, seems lovely because this is for life, right? Of course it is. <laughs> this is important. So we're still going to murder Paul. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to... Because Mauricio just, he's Russian and Greek Jewish descent. And I don't yeah. know if that mar- matters. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I would marry Mauricio and fuck Harry Hellman. Really? Do you want me to flip those? Do you want me to, to marry Harry It's up Harry to Hamlet? you. It's I feel like you were disappointed in me. <laughs> I don't feel like, and I don't know Harry well. He doesn't inspire a lust in me. No, but who will be more fun to get married to? Maybe like Mauricio. I feel like, you know, you can go to Mexico. They have like a, a you know, you can go swimming in the ocean. He seems like he's like got some Latin heat. So you know. Paul's just murder? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No weird passion. There's no, no like, okay. But okay. this is why I offend Dorit and Paul, you know, because they're clearly listening to this podcast. Obviously. <laughs> they seem like a lovely couple, but in this game again. Uh, you didn't have a choice. Yes, so he's dead. If you had a choice, they'd all be living. Dead. But but hopefully like a painless death, like instant death. Okay. So no suffering. I think you, I I think you made the right choice. I'm still going to marry Mauricio. Mauricio. Yeah, I don't think Harry's for you for long term. No, but like I for just, one night could be kind of fun. I wish he had a. I wish he sparked a little more like passion night. I but agree. maybe you could bring it out in him. But maybe I'll just take one for the team for one night, guys. <laughs> you know what? That's what I love about you. Yeah, that you're just maybe he's like a sensual lover versus like uh, a take sure. Yeah, yeah. And you need a night of maybe just he, being catered to. Yeah, like he's in the meadow. Like you take him to the meadow. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of like yeah. to the dungeon. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is is the dungeon? You know, like the the opposite of a meadow. Uh, is yeah. That, okay. Is is that okay? Now, now that we've got the husbands down, yeah. Oh boy. I'm gonna ask you the same about their wives. Fuck Mary. Oh no, Mary murder. Uh, make love. Okay. Dorit. Yeah. Lisa Rinna and Kyle uh, and Kyle Richards. Um, I would. Uh, I would. I would ma- I would murder Doree. <laughs> Why? Okay. She seems very high maintenance, and she would be really expensive to get married to. <laughs> like I feel like that's a lot of money. That is, yeah. and so mm-hmm. you know we're on a budget. I so agree. Off with her. I agree. Head. He's done. She's uh, done. Yep, she's done. And then uh-huh. um, I think that I would stay. I would marry Lisa Rena, maybe. Okay. Because I feel like she would be. Um, well, oh, Kyle's I, really fun though. I, I was going to say. I would marry Kyle, and then I would, um, you know, have fun with uh, Lisa Renna. And is Lisa Renna going to the meadow or the dungeon? <laughs> I think the dungeon. <laughs> I feel like okay. Lisa Renna is a little more feisty. I think so, too. Yeah. She would be really fun for a night. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like that also you're keeping it in the family. I feel like that, that is, like, oddly, you've just wiped out. The Kensleys. They're just dead. They're, they have nothing to, they have no, no survivors. Sorry. Um, but that Kyle and Mauricio, yeah, you're going to have a life with these Yeah, I'd people. be a third wheel with them. Like if they were like, come to dinner, I'd be like, cool. I did fly with them on a, uh, we were uh, flying Southwest once. Uh-huh. I don't know them. Um, we were flying to Colorado some, years ago. Uh-huh. And they were behind me. And I was like, oh my God, it's the people from this. <laughs> I was so excited. And um, and I thought, they, they, we didn't talk they were with their kids and they were doing like crossword puzzles or like just being cool parents. Uh-huh. And all kidding aside, I was like, oh my God, look at them being like real parents. <laughs> and I was so impressed to this day at how normal they were on the Southwest That's flight fantastic. with their kids doing like puzzles and crossword puzzles. It was dope. I don't even know if they were aware of this. I was you know that people are looking at you and Ashton that way when you're out in the world. Um. We don't go out in the world, but yes, but I assume <laughs> if we were out with the yes, 
Yes, I do know this because I've had to um, – my kids sometimes have acted up in public, yeah. and I've had to reprimand them in yeah. public. And I'm and, and I always go, you know what? I have to do this. Yeah, it's, and it is what it is, and I'm fully aware that everybody's watching. Yeah, but I had no choice. So yes, I am actually aware. Hyper yeah. aware. Which is, I. That's one of the things that, again, we're we don't know each other uh, well, but I feel like that's one of the things that I really like and admire about you is just. You're so just yourself and not caught up in all of the trappings and just you're just a mom. Like, it, it, yeah. it, thank you. I don't know. You're somehow, especially starting as a child actor, so down to earth. I appreciate that. I think growing up in L.A. versus yeah. being a transplant yeah. is a huge it's a benefit. I, yeah. I, think it's a, it, that, I, think I really do believe that's the biggest difference. My parents didn't move here. For me yeah. to do this, they didn't um, uproot their life for yeah. me. Like it wasn't. That is the big difference with a child actor. Yeah. I would agree with that. So I was just here. Yeah. And my friends that are my friends from childhood. Yeah. Are like a dentist. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because we they, all grew up Are in they LA. related to me? Because every one of my family's in teeth. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be amazing? You and my doctor cat. Maybe. You'd know. We'd know because I, what if you and I were really? Have you done the twenty three and Me or like the the? I have not. Oh, I did it. Did you do it? Totally. Jeremy did it. It was so disappointing. I was I was certain. I was convinced that I was like exotic somehow. Mm. Like had like French or Italian. Mm-hmm. I am ninety nine point nine percent. Ashkenazi Jew. Mm-hmm. That's I'm Jeremy. Not, I am. Yeah. We talked about this. We are <laughs> of one dog. I was like Jeremy. I am. I am one. I am. I'm so inbred. I have to be inbred. Like if you look at the map. Yeah. I am a dot. You're a hundred percent inbred. I know. But I'm. I have. I have a controversial view on incest or inbred. <laughs> I know this sounds weird. This is. This, mm, this isn't gonna go great for me. Do not cut this out of the interview. <laughs> do not cut this out. This. It sounded crazier than it is. I think that there's more. Um, first cousin, there's more interactions that people have with relatives that we've been told are too close to be having sex and kids with yeah. that happens on the reg. And that first generation of it. Yeah. I think you might be safe. I'm not encouraging people. You're saying one removed. So like. Like a cousin. Like my brother's kids. Well, not a, not pedophilia. No, but I'm like not, my children and my brother's children, like those type of cousins, or one removed. One from more them. removed. One more removed. So yeah. So, so one like my uncle's kids, kids and yeah. my kids and your kids. That's fucking. I'm gross. not encouraging. This. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait, have you seen that weird special about um, people that were separated due to like either you know given up for adoption and whatnot, uh-huh. and then that re- they fell in love and reconnected. And realized that they were brother and sister. Oh, God, no. It was a really cool... Did like, they end up together? Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a couple of them. So it was like a whole hour-long special about like a multitude of stories like this where where siblings were separated. Uh-huh. Siblings. Yeah. And reconnected on... Uh, not through... I mean, like on dating sites or yeah. like in bars or whatever and like found each other attractive. Uh, wow. And fell in love. Oh, it was oh. fascinating. <sighs> this so, yes. is really challenging my <laughs> controversial view on incest. I'm going to try to find it and send it to you. Um, because I just think so that you we thought were, like Game of Thrones was fine. Like you looked at Game of Thrones and you're it's like, It's not that cool. I'm saying it's, it's emotionally good. I think that's all not great. I'm just saying the science of it, it doesn't seem like 
if the the first generation, if you just one time have sex and have a child with someone in your family, it doesn't seem like it causes that many health issues as we were all meant to believe. It's generations down. It's then if you had it and then your kids had it. Like, yeah, if you like, kept it in. If you keep, kept it sure. like in a royal family where there's so much of it, yeah. that's when the birth defects start happening. But if there was just a random, in, you know, a random incest baby here and there. you don't. It would be fine with I you. I think. I just am saying I think the health of the baby would be okay. I think if you're related by <laughs> marriage. <laughs> Again, I am not saying. Wait, I think my parents are related by marriage, by the way. What do you mean? My mom broke it down. They're somehow related like seven generations okay. down through marriage, but not, but not by but blood. But not by blood. Not by blood. They're like seven cousins removed by marriage but or something But by the way, weird. even if they were seven cousins removed by marriage, and it, I mean not by marriage, by blood, you would be fine. But would I? Would I? Yes. Mm. I don't know. See, I, 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 I listen. I don't want to um, offend all the lovely incest couples that <laughs> yes. listen to your show. Yes. Um, I don't. Uh, I find it gross. I won't it, lie. Oh, I, and I, by I, the way, I, I'm not saying I don't. You're find just it saying gross. I'm just medically saying, speaking. Medically speaking, if you were to find out, I feel like we need a doctor. We, we do need a doctor. Yeah. If um, we had more time, I would call my doctor and be like, "Listen, bro, let's break this down. <laughs> yeah. Incest, bad or good." By the way, I am going to call my sister-in-law, who's a doctor. I have doctors yes. in my family, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this, and I'm going to report. Do back you do to you. a recap at the end of the episode? I don't, but oh. maybe I will for this one. I okay. Yeah. I feel like we should take a minute. You should call your sister. Yeah. And then we should pop back in with a recap of what are the ramifications well, she's of- She's at work, so I don't think I'll be able to oh. grab her. Okay. This is she's important, a doctor. Yeah, this is, by the way, I'll page her. Do people page doctors still? Uh, pages exist? Where, what, what is it, 1999? Where are you? <laughs> I don't know, paging Dr. What kind Savage. of doctor is she? <laughs> she is an internal medicine. Oh, like, she's a, like a real doctor. General practitioner. Yeah, like a practitioner. Wow. She lives outside Seattle. Oh. Um. And there's a lot of medical field in my family. Really? I'm the only person that's out rogue in this weirdo world. I'm also the only rogue one in my family. Right? Nobody in my family did yeah. this. Yeah. No. Um. All right. So. Games. There's Wasn't a- that the point of this? Yes. This is the point <laughs> of this. Okay. We got, okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> this happens every roads, show. <laughs> all roads lead to incest. Also, to be clear, just to be clear, I am not a... Proponent, you're gonna become like the, sp- the face of <laughs> incest <laughs> online. They're like, I'm just Andrea saying, loves us. If you happen to like do a 23andMe test and it comes back that your parents were related, don't freak out. You're probably fine. That's God, my you're giving people lots of hope. Thank you. That's yeah. I'm an ambassador of hope. Yep, that's how I take this. Okay. Yep. Go. You're dead. I'm dead in this scenario. Oh yeah. Okay. You're dead. Yeah. In your last months uh-huh you decide who you are gonna set ashton up with okay to take you to take care of care of him and just for him to be with after your demise yeah i have five options for you oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's like the beverly hills housewives again no it's not no this one is like gonna be a little trickier okay. it's not okay so i give i put some thought into this of like Different things that might be important to you and different things that might be important to him. Okay. They'll also be, I hate to say like a full stepmom because that might, as a mother, that just like shuts stuff down. But someone to care for. But somebody to care yeah. for, they might have to be a role model and you and have, they have two to children. have sex. Yes. Okay. No, because I mean, do you, don't you want him to have an active sex 100%. life after you're dead? <laughs> yes, I okay. do. Yes. So the first one uh-huh. is your friend, Kristen Bell. Yeah. 
She's great. She's great. You'd have to destroy her marriage with Dax to make this happen. That would be really hard. Yeah, they they're really very like happy. They, yeah, they're they're that that I don't unless I murder Dax, I don't foresee that happening. Would do you think Kristen is a good enough match that you'd consider killing Dax? Yes. Okay. For sure. Re- okay. <laughs> yeah, I would totally murder Dax. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, because we, we but, do have to deal with their relationship in this, you know, we have to figure that out. So I see what you're saying. You're saying so there's yes, no I way would. that they're, you're, you'd be able to actually break them up. No, it'd have to murder It would them. have to be death. They're never going to break up. But she's a viable, like you're like. Totally viable for him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, now you watch Bachelor in Paradise, right? Of course I Maybe do. That's what, that's where I work. Of All right. Of course I do. There's a woman named Demi Burnett. <laughs> Yes, of course there is. Now. No, no, no. Just hear me out no. for two seconds. No, she's dead. We kill her. <laughs> she doesn't get to be killed. This oh. is not a kill. Let oh. me just. Ashton's had to suffer through your illness. Oh, no. He no. needs a little oh, fun. Why can't I have a, like a painless death? Yeah, no. no, no, it's long. <laughs> and it's not great. And he's had to, he's had to wash, he's had to watch you, whatever. Suffer? suffer. Yeah. He's, he's suffered. He's had yeah. to take care of you. He needs to have a little loose fun. No, 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 no. She's an interior designer. She is, according to what I have found on the internet. The little one, the tiny little thing? She's blonde. She's from Texas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's in a three. She is also with a woman. Correct. I don't know if that's something you want to bring in for Ashton. No. I mean, I would just you know, for fun. I feel you like. You know what? We uh, pass. Uh, okay. She's dead to us. She doesn't, again, you don't, don't need to kill her. Oh, okay. <laughs> she gets to live a healthy, prosperous yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's not one of the contenders. She, according nope. to her research, though, she can drive a stick shift. <laughs> I don't know why that was, was you've got to be real low on your <laughs> list of special skills. <laughs> that That's one of them. <laughs> Guys, one. full disclosure, don't know how to drive a stick shift. Okay, so something that she's bringing to the table, something new. <laughs> Clearly she can, uh, you know, navigate through Europe. Okay. Let's not necessarily take any take anyone off the table. All right. So she's still viable. So it's but Kristen Bell. Yeah. And then Demi. Oh. Burnett. Yeah. The next one. Yeah. Bethany Frankel. I, I, now. No. Uh, okay. But let me just <laughs> no. say Ashton Wine. is an entrepreneur. Right? So, yeah. And, he, and, sure. yes. and so is she. Mm-hmm. So that might be something that they can bond together. Sure. About. There's just, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, they can talk business. They can talk business. They would be really good business partners. Which is a great foundation I I for a know. long-term relationship. I think she would be too expensive for him to take care of. And I think she would drain. I like that finances are an important <laughs> part of Guys, who I, you're looking for I, in a spouse. We are very, Ashton and I are very, um, you know, we, we, we're, we're convinced we're broke at all times. Right. And so I need to make sure that he's with someone that, you know, doesn't need an Hermes bag every week. Okay. Because he wouldn't, he couldn't survive on that. What if she was like, I don't need Ashton's money. I yeah. make enough money. Totally. And does she want children? Uh, She has children. I don't think does she wants to, any more children. And he children. has to sleep with her? Yes, this is a marriage. <laughs> I don't know if this was going to work. <laughs> okay. But he has to choose, he has to go with whatever you he choose. He would go with K-Bell. On this, on this I feel case, like I gave you too good of a... F- you gave me the, the best ones the, But front. you do have to murder Dax Shepard to make this happen. Yeah, Dax, and, it's cool. But also know that that's going to be part of the... You know why it's That's okay. going to be part of the family it's lore. Okay. That's Your okay. children will know that you murdered yeah. Uncle Daxie. That's okay. Or whatever. But they get friends. 
And so because Cable comes with two little kids that are the same age as our two little kids, I'm okay with the murder of Dak Shepard. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you think your children are also going to be like, we get that mommy shouldn't have murdered Dak Shepard, but we got two friends? <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> See? Okay. You get it. Oh, I'm, I'm repeating it. I'm not going to say that <laughs> I, I would, get it. I would murder Jeremy for you to end up with AK. Oh, that's very that's yeah. the, that's the nicest thing you yeah, said. Yeah, I totally would. Okay. I would be super stoked if he ended up with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 That makes me feel. See. Good. <laughs> All right. Now yes. this is your fourth choice. There's five. Oh, okay. Now this keeps some of your heritage alive in terms of the Russian. I don't yeah. know how important that is to keep that in the home. You know, um, Anna Kornikova. Oh, I I don't know anything about her. I, tennis player. Tennis very player. Very attractive. Very attractive. Yeah. Very good. I mean, you know, tennis player for the ages. Is she nice? I think she's supposed to be very nice. Okay. Um, She, um, I don't know much about, she has twin one-year-olds. Oh. So she's bringing friends to the yes. table too. And she's Russian. I'm fine with that one. I don't now, know. if you had to choose between murdering Dak Shepard to get Kristen and yeah. just Getting Anna hands-free. Oh, uh, Anna hands-free. Okay. No, I don't need to murder Dax. He can stay alive. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if she is with a Enrique Iglesias. Do I have to murder him? No, I don't think so. Because I think if they're together, it's Rocky. I'm not totally Yeah, then sure. we'll just take the one that's Rocky. And she's very athletic. So maybe Ashton's very athletic. Yeah. And I don't know if the kids are interested in sports. Mine? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They think they are. Yeah. <laughs> are they going to become professional Athletes, questionable. Yeah. My daughter likes math. So does mine. Okay. Well, you've, you, yes. my daughter came over to your house and I believe had a book. I know. That she, she brings a book ever, she, everywhere she goes. It. All right. The last one is a little out there. Yeah. But this really keeps it in the family. Share your mother. Elvira. Oof. Do they have to sleep together? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I want my mom to have a fucking I, fun time and get it on with my husband. Anyway, yes. I picked this. I was like, yes. I want Mia. If yes. Mia is the person I hope she is and that I dream she is, she's going to pick her mom. Yes. And she's going to be happy for her mom. Of course. And fuck whatever Ashton's dealing with. Yes. She's going to be like, my mom. mom's going to have the best time. Yes. I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> I'm sure that you're great. But yeah. go with my fun. My husband's rad and yeah. fun and like awesome 100% and of the time. And your kids would be thrilled. And my mom would make them the best food. Oh. And my husband would be fed. Yeah. He'll be taken care of. <laughs> and you know what? My mom uh-huh. would go out on a high note. Uh, 100%. So I'm cool with it. Does your- Weird, but totally cool with it. <laughs> but I love that you picked this because yes. that's what I would have picked. Yes. I don't know if my husband could do it, but if, you know what I'm saying? Right, but you're not, that's not, you don't have to worry about that. 100%. My dad and my mom are going to think this is the most morbid fucking interview of all time. Yeah. Um, Tell them uh, you're welcome from me. And also, thank you, because that's a big compliment. Yes. (laughs) To be the most upsetting, morbid interview you've Hands down, this now takes the cake that I'm okay with my mother sleeping with my (laughs) husband should I die. But it makes so much sense. I'm okay. And, And she loves Ashton. She loves Ashton more than she loves me. That's my mother. So a hundred percent. And he loves my mother. My they mother love each other. is obsessed with Jeremy. My like, mother cooks for my husband once a week and brings him food. My mother okay. started following the Dodgers a year ago so she'd have something that her and Jeremy could do and talk about together. And they just recently, the two of them alone went to the Dodger game. 
<laughs> all, all kidding aside, how happy does that make you? So happy. It's like, it's insane. I drive them both crazy and I yeah. make fun of both of them. I love it so much. Although I am like, if God forbid, I joke about leaving Jeremy all the time, but I'm unfortunately in a happy marriage. Um, <laughs> but if something, God forbid, happened between us, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I think she'd pick him. I know. <laughs> I know without a doubt yeah. that my family would pick my husband. Yeah. They've told me yeah. that they were like, listen, don't fuck, fuck this up. up. And I'm like, you're supposed that, to be on my side. This is my exact thing. I go, mom, all joking aside, why do you always say don't fuck this up? Yes. And they don't say this to Ashton no. ever. No, they're it's like, always poor Jeremy. Yes. And they're like, he has to put up with Oh, me. And that's I was like, what, put up with me. <gasps> you're welcome. I go, this is the, my mom is always like, oh, poor Jeremy's got to put up with all this. Yes. I'm like. Jeremy's life is the fucking dream world. That's what I say. I'm like, I he hit the lotto with yes. me. What are you talking about? And anytime that there's an argument, we, we oh. debate. My parents are like, just, you know, he's just, you, you just, just say you're sorry. And I was like, the fuck I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. And um, I'm glad we ended this with my mother having sex with my husband. Guys. I am thrilled. Ashton's going to be thrilled about this one. <laughs> I Honestly, he should be so lucky. He would be stoked. To make he- love to Elvira. <laughs> right? Oh my God. I don't know Elvira, way, but know I what? imagine that she is She's, a lover. F- do you know what my mom looks like? She's five foot one. Blonde hair, blue eyes, tiny little, I know. And then somehow yeah. I came out of it at 10 and a half pounds or 10 pounds. I know. Oh, my God. A very tiny little pounds. thing. Um, I, f- I feel like then not only is he getting to keep in the family, but she's a totally different look than you. Keeping spicy. And it keeps it yeah, spicy. Yeah, yeah. And my kids won't be rooted out at all. They'll oh, be like, Baba's here. Grandma's yeah. here. This <laughs> is great. Best solution ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and really- it also kind of fits that pro incest view that you have. <laughs> This podcast should just be like, AKA, we're pro incest. <laughs> Again, to be clear, I just, for don't the kids pedal. who might be Do you dealing have this with run this. on I'm sorry. I don't. You need to. <laughs> there should be a run. You should you should pitch this in your writing room yeah. of an incest run of a constant debate of is incest okay? I will say this came up in a discussion in the room where I realized while we were talking that I had a controversial. You're <laughs> like, it's not that bad. Again, I, it's, it's not that I don't think it's bad. It's that for the people suffering and living with this, you're going to be okay. I'm going to send you this BBC special. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All sending right. it to you. All right. We'll it's right also back. a part of, um, oh, we'll be back. But also, also yeah. it's a part in the same special. Oh my God. I can't believe you haven't seen I feel like you would fucking love the shape. What is it called? It was so long ago. It's like 10 years ago. I'm sure it might we have, have been an two episode people of like, on computers in Okay, here. listen. It's either, I, I want to say it's an episode of Taboo, but I don't think it is, okay? Okay. So it also had to do with people that fall in love with inanimate objects. Oh, oh. It been oh I've seen that before. The Eiffel Tower lady. Yes. And the lady oh, for the like Berlin a Ferris, Wall. Like a lady that like married a Ferris wheel, Ferris right? Ferris wheel, yeah. and the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> and then masturbated on top of the Eiffel Tower, on the Eiffel Tower. You what? don't know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, you have to watch this. This is real. But also, how, me being mean, how have I lived my life without knowing about I, this? Because you and I are just now becoming friends. Um, you have to pull up the lady with the, the, the Eiffel Tower, the Berlin Wall person. The, um... Yeah, uh huh. And then the, I've never you don't been know sexually attracted to a building. You have to watch this. It's, it, it goes into the psychological study okay. as to why. It's, and then she's got like a, 
an Eiffel Tower tattoo. Okay, spoiler. <laughs> okay. okay, so I, I want to say it's a part of that same series. Have you found it? No, I feel uh, like this should not be a I hard Google rem- search. Well, I can't remember what documentary it was called. I about tried looking- woman who masturbates, <laughs> marries, marries, who marries the Eiffel Tower, yes, and then also masturbates it. Or fuck this it. should be the fastest Google search. Maybe one of your listeners will find it and then like tweet it your way. Yeah, they will, but that's going to be a while from now because this doesn't even start. Ugh, if we don't have that kind of time, we already have to talk to my sister in law about the repercussions right. of incest. <laughs> There's a lot that needs to happen. Okay. Um, okay. We'll be right back. Do you need anything? Do you need some water? Is no. there anything left in there? And this is my coffee note. I'm also mm. obsessed with like a $7 cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. I spent $8 Ugh. before and I. Broke my heart. I think I spent six dollars. As like, is it just coffee? Yes, it's Alfred's mm-hmm. iced oat milk latte. Mm-hmm. That's the oat one milk. next to um, Jones. Yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, oat milk is what kills you. you or not like, kills you, not kills you, but like kills your wallet. I know the fact that they try that they charge extra because you're lactose. Fuck you, man. It's not my fault. I can't digest your fucking milk. Are Why you, are you charging me extra? Are you also lactose intolerant? Yes, Mila. Yes, <laughs> me. Well, then you and I should start a fuck you for charging six extra cents for a lactose-free milk. That's oh, not, it's fucked it, up. It's yeah. like a tampon tax. Like, why yes. am I paying the price for something I can't control? Yeah. Or why am I having to live with the shame of my parents of having sex and they're related? <laughs> it's very similar. Do you know what I mean? Like a true writer. <laughs> um, I agree because I am lactose intolerant. Yes. And anytime, it doesn't matter which milk you ask for. It's extra. It's always it's an extra. It's messed up. Yeah, there's but oat place. milk is particularly. Yeah, there's one place I paid like two dollars extra, extra. Yes, for oat I milk. I paid two dollars because they for a splash. For, yeah, because they up. handmade it. They made their own oat milk, so I had to pay extra because well, they made it. They it's did a, make their own oat milk, but it's so. not two dollars worth. I don't know how much it takes to make oat milk, guys. It's oats. It's oats. They milk some oats. They milk some oats, <laughs> and your your hand gesture was milking a cow. <laughs> but it was in reference to oats. Yeah, I don't know. That's my theory. Oh, squishing them. That's what I was saying. Yeah, no, that is those hands up and down. By the way, have you ever milked a cow? No. I milked a cow two years ago for the first time. Yeah. We were in uh Charleston and we went to like one of the, an old manor house and they had whatever. And my daughter and I were there and they had a, a cow if you wanted to milk it. Yeah. I milked a cow. It is very uh, penile, like it is like you're jerking is, off is, the is cow. Fleshy, I'm so, it's it like, fleshy, and okay. you have to squeeze down it. You have to stroke it down, and you have to squeeze. It was so hand jobby that I was not you, you adult enough to. Re- I was like, I did it, and then I looked at Jeremy, and I was like, This looks seems familiar. <laughs> There's not usually this many in a row. And then my daughter wanted to do oh it. God. And then I had to watch her milk <laughs> this cow trying to be like, this is great. But in my head being like, this is her first sexual experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter's first <gasps> time. With- oh, my God. You're- <laughs> it was great. It was. I was not expecting it. Has anyone else milked a cow in here? I no, think I, I, I think I also did when I was very young. Okay. Does Were it- you like, this is what it feels like when I touch myself at night? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I, I don't recall. Of but course I know you don't. Tony, anytime I go to him with a question. Is it I don't recall? I don't recall. Are you trying to be polite? Like, wink at me. 
Did it feel like you were touching yourself? <laughs> <laughs> he did wink. And I apologize. It was in a slightly <laughs> creepy, creepy way. Now, one thing you should know is that Tony and I barely know each other. Oh. And that's part of the podcast is because most people, you know, people tell you if you're going to start a podcast, it's really fun. It's really easy. Start with someone you have chemistry. Start with someone you know, an old friend. I went a different direction and started with a perfect stranger. You you just hired Emphasis him. on mm-hmm. perfect. No, perfect stranger. <laughs> How did you guys find each other? Um, I asked a couple friends of mine, Chris Hardwick and Jimmy Pardo, who uh-huh. both have podcasts. I said I was looking for somebody. Do they have someone they recommend? They both recommended Tony. Okay. And then we sat down and we met and he was like, great, let's do this. But we legitimately don't know each other. So we're getting to know each other. Through the podcast. Through the podcast. Because as adults, it's hard to make new friends. I don't make new friends. Which is one of the things that I was just about to talk about. It is very difficult. Yes, it's very different. To make new friends. Yes. Um, I have so many thoughts on this. I have literally so many thoughts. Have you read The Art of Gathering? Yes. Okay. So it's. I'm not saying this is the greatest book ever written. No. By all means. Yeah. But- there was one part of it that struck a chord with me, and it was the idea of uh, exclusion is just as important as inclusion. Yes. And I remember that part. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, I have so much well. guilt over like including a certain type of like, group of friends at all yeah. times here and there and everywhere, and they became like a thing where I realized because I'm not – I don't have that much free time in my yeah. like in my life. Yeah. So when I do – it's almost like having a uniform for a yeah. wardrobe. Like I just want to have like the f- four consistent friends and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so I've changed the way that I live my life this year. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to be friends with with people out of guilt or out of necessity. And it's a huge, it's huge been, shift. I feel like I it's hard. went through that shift. It's very hard. Yeah. But I did that a couple years ago and it opened my life up. Yes, it just it's just different. Like there's a consistent, mm-hmm. like it's literally like having a uniform where you're yeah. like, this is what I like, and that's okay, and this was there for that purpose, and this was there for that reason, and and that's a beautiful thing, and it doesn't have to go on and be something it doesn't have to be. And I think that's part of because part of the podcast is a theme of we're all you know technically grown people, mm, questionable, yes. questionable. We all feel questionable, but yes. the the calendar yes says and. You have children. You pay bills. You uh, you uh, go to work. You yes. work hard. You have appointments. You're a functioning person, but you don't have to be lame. That it doesn't have to be the grown up that I was scared of. Yes. Moving forward. But one of the things and I we have had listeners and stuff submit questions. One big thing is now that I'm a grown up, how do I make new friends? That's a big fe- like and one of that is you sort of have to shift out of the old friends that you were friends with because you had a lot of free time, mm-hmm. but you don't have anything in common with anymore. And that bring a lot of drama into your life. This is, yes, this is my year this year. And I think that is a big growing up stage. That's what the Art of Gathering influenced yes. me to do. It was oddly that oh, interesting the idea of like, you know what? This is okay. Yeah. It's om- it was almost and like it's, it's actually necessary because we have limited time and limited energy. Exactly. And I did an episode in the second season, June Raphael played my friend Jill, where we used to waitress together and we always have a birthday together. Yes. And it was basically a that was what this was sort of about. Yes. Was like when we were waitressing, we had stuff in common. That was 15 years ago. Yeah. 
She brings a lot of drama. She's not a bad person. I, but I just, I give her good advice and it goes nowhere. Like I can't hear the same stuff. Yes, it's a it's a broken record yeah. of something that you try to fix and then yeah. you realize you can't, but you're stuck listening to yeah. the same broken record. And then you're like, why am I listening to this? Yeah. When I can be the idea behind this for me has always been if nurture your soul or nurture your brain. And if yeah. it's not doing either, you gotta go. That's My, like it's, yeah. it's otherwise that, that's a good breaking it down to its basic you're it's right two things. Two you gotta things. nurture my soul, you gotta yeah. nurture my brain. Like feed my brain, like yeah. like give me some brain candy mm-hmm. or like warm my heart. Yeah. That's it. And it's really simple. And then I found myself being in these like cycles of friendships yeah. that w- weren't doing neither yeah. at the end of the day because I have kids now, because yeah. I'm married, because I have a couple a jobs, jobs. You know what I mean? And, and like, yeah, the priorities changed. But when you do want to make a friend, oh, tell me how to do it. I haven't made a friend. I just recently made a friend last year. That was my first friend in like 10 years. Well, one thing is it's hard to keep it going. That's yeah. what I find because you have limited time. And to get a friendship off the ground, or to, you know, back when you were dating, to get dating off the ground, you have to, like, put effort put in time, time. And you have to have yes. the time to get, like, two in in a week or one every mm-hmm, week mm-hmm. and keep the momentum going. Yeah. And now we have our friends where you cannot see them for five months and you talk and everything's normal. Totally. But to get a new one off the ground, I'm, you know, it's rare to meet someone that you're like, okay, I'm willing to push yes. and make this effort. Or, like, if I have a Wednesday night free, I guess I'll spend it with you. Yeah. That's been my whole thing. It's like, do we – or the truth is my husband and I make friends together now. Yeah. It makes things way easier. Like, it's a – unfortunately, like, if I like the wife and he likes the husband or if I like the husband he likes the wife, like, it has to be a dual relationship. Otherwise, we just don't have time for it. Which I think is totally common and very normal. I think the one thing – like, what have you put in place in your life? Because I feel like as a grown person, yeah, you still – you're still funny and edgy and sexy and yourself. Yeah. Do you think you put anything into place to put yourself with a higher chance of success, of happiness at this at this point? Do you think there's anything like you did or a mind, something that you keep in mind that has put you there in any way? Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think... I, this is I don't know if this answers it, but and this by the way, I love Seville. I, I don't know if this is gonna be a cheesy answer or not, but I genuinely am grateful for my life every day. Like I can honestly say I remind myself of how um amazing my life is every every morning. Like I, you know, yeah. I do try to meditate, I do mm-hmm. all that, but like I'm also hyper um aware of how truly lucky and grateful my husband and I are for the life that we have yeah. built for each other. And for our families and, you know, independent stuff. And so I think because of that, I do live every day to its fullest. Like I, I And not to say that I jump out of planes every day. Like it's not that. Yeah. But I'm so insanely grateful for everything every single day. Maybe overly so because I don't – I'm so nervous about it all kind of exploding one right. day. That I'm like, I just want to be grateful for everything that I have. I very rarely complain, I think, as a, as a very um, – conscious decision that I made. That's amazing. I, I try very, very, I, I like, I'm an erotic Jewish mother. Uh-huh. So I worry about everybody's health at yeah. all times. If you have a cough, you're dying. Right. Like, that is one thing that I try to work on. Uh-huh. That aside, I don't complain. I, I, I find it pointless to complain. Gratitude I'm trying to work on is, I mean, I think that is a really, like, 
It's a very adult thing to do. I have it. And it's, but it's like a great adult thing to do. I remind myself of it every day. That's amazing. Every day. It's the only thing that I find to be different from me today than me at 26. Like me 26, me 36, me 26 was like, fucking life's awesome. Right. Me at 36 is like, oh my God, thank you. Yeah. Like I forgot to say thank you at 26. I was just kind of taking it all in and being like, shit's kind of just happening. Yeah. And it was rad. And then at 36, I was like, oh my God, look at what we have done. Which I love because I feel like a lot of times the traits or the things that people associate with being a grown-up are all the shit things like, oh, I got to fucking pay bills. I guess I'm a grown-up. I got to whatever. But that's like, I'm trying to find the positive I genuinely go, aren't we so fucking lucky we can pay our bills? Yeah. Like, look at it that way. Like, aren't we lucky we can pay our bills? Aren't we lucky we can afford to get a new car? Aren't we lucky we can afford to take our kids to school? Our biggest sense of gratification is time. Yeah. And so uh, for us, every time that we get to be with our children for more than an hour a day, I'm like, look at how lucky we are. Yeah. Like we get to spend time with our kids. Like we are so lucky that we can do this. Is there a moment in your life where something happened? It could be funny. It could not be. Where a lot of mine, I think, sometimes are needing, like seeing something that makes me laugh in an immature way, but I have to pull myself together. Yeah. Like a moment where you just go, wow, that was a moment I really had to be a grown up. Uh, uh, Or something serious where you're like, shit, I'm actually really grown up right now. Um, well, for, I'll tell you, when, <laughs> when we first had our daughter, you know, you have a kid, remember, and you're a little hormonal. Okay? Yes. The first couple days, you're, yeah. you're very emotional oh, in yeah, a beautiful yeah. way, but very emotional. Yeah. And we were at Cedars and, um, and my hormones must have been like mm-hmm. exploding. And, uh, they were letting us go. It was like two days yeah. or three days, however long. And I remember I put my daughter in her little car seat. And I just started crying. Yeah. And Ashley's like, but why are you crying? And I was like, I can't believe they're just going to let us walk out of here <laughs> with our daughter. And he looked at me and goes, baby, they don't want her. And I was like, <laughs> but I don't understand. How can they not want her? She's so – and he was like, oh, boy. Oh. And then I remember sitting in the back seat and he was driving home. The one and only time in our eight years of seven years of being together that he drove a uh, speed limit. Right. Um, <laughs> and I sat in the back seat and I looked at her and I was like, holy fuck, this is it. Like, yeah. I, it wasn't until I was in the back seat and I looked at this little piece of meat. Yeah. That I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to keep you alive. Yeah. Like, forget anything else. I was like, now. And then we walked, and I remember we walked in and we very specifically asked people to not come and visit for the first couple of days. Yeah. We were like, I just want to. Yeah. bond with this little human and we just stood there and looked at her we were like what would we do and that was the first moment that I was like oh I think I have to be an adult like that was the big one yeah the other time that I remember having to be an adult which was so weird that this just uh, popped up in my head was the my the love of my life his name was Shorty it was my dog Aww. and uh we moved out together at 17 and he was literally with me my entire life and then uh, he got really sick really quickly overnight and I had to put him down. And I was shooting in Boston and I flew down to L.A. to put him down. And uh, and my doctor came to the house to do it. And I remember mm-hmm. being that moment was like, this is the most grown up thing I'll ever do in my life. And it it like Ugh, yeah. hit me. And that was the first time that I think something traumatic was like, oh, my God, I'm an adult. Yeah. Was putting my dog down and making the decision of like, this yeah. is the right thing to do. 
That is a bit. I mean, that was like twenty six, maybe at the time. Yeah. So that was probably that. Yeah, I would say um, s- similar to that. Not is when uh, my stepdad of many um, that was my stepdad my whole life had cancer and was sick and dealing with him on his last days. And yeah. I was the one who finally made the decision to take him off life support and that kind of thing. That was my like, whew. Yeah. I feel real grown up right now. Yeah. It's having somebody's life in your hands. Yeah. It's and having to make a decision. decision. And also just dealing with grief and yep. death for the first time. But then also uh, moments in parenting when I've had to wipe other kids' butts that I didn't want to. Oh, I do that. Totally with you on that one. Yeah. But I do find things funny. Like, I am the weird mom that finds farting funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I do I, – my kids, unfortunately, are allowed to fart as much as they – like, I think farting's funny. Uh-huh. And so my daughter <laughs> – this is the antithesis of being an adult. We were showering together yesterday, and she gets out of the shower, and she's like, mama, <laughs> and just whips <laughs> Like, I mean, it was <laughs> – but the timing oh. was spectacular. <laughs> that kid's got timing, man. <laughs> And she was like, Mama, I got to tell you something. And just, it was, and I. She did the setup and the punch. I was crying laughing. And then I was like, oh, this is not being an adult. Like, this is the opposite of an adult. But farting's funny to me. That's not an adult. Now, one thing you should know about me is I am not a pooper fart humor person. Oh, I find farting hysterical. I know. People do. Um, But buttholes all day long. Like, find buttholes funny. I find buttholes funny. Do you or Jeremy, do you. Uh, use the restroom with your door open or closed? In front of each other? Yeah. Closed. I'm not interested. That's one thing that I'm like, closed. we keep closed. And also, let's not chat about that. Oh, we my are God. Not, I'm like, we need to keep some <laughs> semblance of this. I'm like, I know it's happening, but I don't want to see evidence of it. So if there is, take care of it. And let's move along with our lives. I don't even know if we have a door in our bathroom. <laughs> like, I'm I'm convinced that it's just been taken off its hinges. My, I, like, whether I wanted to or not, mm-hmm. my husband is incapable of closing a door. And you're just <laughs> chatting? Totally chatting. My kids run in and out. Well, my daughter, I haven't, I mean, uh, she's always in the bathroom. And she's now 10. And we're getting to that point where it's like, we actually are talking about privacy and all that kind of stuff and sure. nudity and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not interested in chatting with Jeremy while that's happening. My husband doesn't know how not to. And he'll tell you it's my fault because I clearly only want to chat with him. Okay, he's like, I'm like, listen, we have lots of things right. to go through and you're sitting down. So I'm going to go through the list of shit we need to talk about. And it's always like a honeydew list for the weekend. Right. And I'm like, listen, here's what you need to do. And he's yeah. like, but I'm on the shitter. And I'm like, cool. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is not, that is not for me. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah, I don't. Okay, cool. Okay, that's, that's just me. This is my, this is my version of incest where clearly like my, <laughs> you, you're for incest and I don't. Again. Think, not for incest. Just it's, here for the survivors. Okay. You're okay for incest. Just here for the survivors. All right. Literally, I'm going to ask you two more things, and then you're going to get on with your life. Um, I think it's important to be able to brag about yourself. Okay. What is something that you're like, I'm the fucking shit at this? Like, it, big, small, funny, real. Where You're like, I really do think it's false when people are like, I don't know. I'm like, no, everyone knows. What they're good something at. Something that they're like. I'm great By the way, at this. I think it's really good to to be confident. And yeah. so I uh I agree with you there. I just have to think about what I'm good yeah. at. That I can genuinely be like, you know what? Here's what I'm really good at. Um I'm really good at knowing when I fucked up. Uh-huh. And so I will say I'm a really good mom. 
I can honestly tell you I'm a really good fucking mom because I know when I fuck up and I'm like, I'm so sorry I fucked up. I don't say fuck to my kids. Great. But good, I good. Uh, sometimes I have that. before. Yeah, yeah. But I've been like, listen, I messed up. And yeah. I'm really proud of myself today for being able to do that because I, I know that that has taken an immense amount of growth for me yeah. to be able to say that I'm a really good mom. I'm a really good mom. I, not because I'm perfect by all means, but because I don't think a... I don't think anyone can be a perfect mom. And if you anyone thought they were a perfect mom, then they're not. A but good I'm mom. a really good mom to my kids. I'm an incredible yeah. mother to my children. Yeah. I know I am. That's huge. Yeah. I'm a. I'm also a really rad wife. I'm yeah. an awesome wife. Yeah. Um, it's not what your mom tells me. Mm, and, but I mean, she would love my husband. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, I mean, she says, you know, poor Ashton. She's got to put up with this one. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I love that that is your brag. Anything that you want to work on? Anything that you feel like, eh, I'm really good at this. This needs a little tweak. Um, I worry a lot. Okay. I do. I find myself worrying. Like I just worry about – and my girlfriend gave me like a worry jar. Uh Uh-huh. She's like, listen, when you start worrying, write down what you worry, put in the jar. When your jar fills up, read back about the dumb shit that you found yourself worrying about. And And so I started, yeah, I'm in the process of doing it. But like how full is the jar? When are we getting to the read through? I will come back and read to you. And she goes, What you will find interesting is she um She's like a hippie. One of my best friends is like so grounded with mother nature. She was like, okay. She goes, you'll find yourself worrying about the same shit. You don't even realize it. And so much of it has to do with my children, their well-being, our health. All of it's that. I think um, what's what's, uh, catapulted is my grandparents started getting older and Uh, passing. Oh, yes. And I think that like concept of time. Yeah. All of a sudden got put in perspective when I had kids that I didn't have concept of time. Yeah, yeah. And so all of a sudden I was like, wait, time is actually – Duh. Like Fleeting. going, fleeting. Yes. Yeah. And so I see my kids going and uh, and that I mean, that really is what it is. So I, I worry so much about that. That So I would like to work on that the most of anything this year is just kind of taking a deep breath and, and letting it like roll. I may also do this because I don't know if I'm a huge, I don't know if I'm a huge worry, but enough. And I have a feeling it's the same stuff and it's it would be same. very interesting to fill it up and then be like, oh my God, I literally wrote this. 40 times. Yes. And Ashton's whole theory is he's like, why worry twice? Yeah. And I was like, I understand that theory. Jeremy's <laughs> the same way. He's like, I, why worry about it now? Exactly. Like, and, and I'm like, I legitimately. But I also think when he takes that point of view, I'm like, well, now you've taken the laid back role so and I'm, I'm gonna forced be- to be the worrier and I'm yeah. not a natural worrier, but you've made me a worrier. <laughs> Because like you're baseball. so cash about everything that someone has to worry a little bit. Okay, so I'm the I'm that in the relationship. Yeah. And my partner's more like, it's okay. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Everything, there's nothing that you're going to be handed that you can't deal with. Which is probably a good balance. Yeah. Mila, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm happy that we uh, gave you your most horrifying interview. When my mother's having sex with my husband. <laughs> And by the way, uh-huh. I will be there to support them in oh your God. demise because obviously you won't be here. I will be here facilitating When is this happening? It? When am I dying? Like oh. later in life, have the kids graduated college or is this like eminent? Well, in my worrisome state, these I'm going to go home and write like <laughs> death now. I think it's soon. <laughs> oh, no. I want to say it's later, but this is oh, now. Jesus. This is now because I need Ashton <laughs> – Goodbye. <laughs> Mila, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, 
Now, we are not going to usually do like updates at the end of the podcast, but I felt like now that I am the face of incest survivors, (laughs) even though I am not one as far as I know, but I am now um, the chosen spokesperson. Uh, I did call my sister-in-law, who Mm -hmm. is the doctor in Seattle, um, and I asked her if my theory is correct. And it was very interesting because she told me that it has, you are not going to end up with babies with two heads and all that stuff that actually the reason why it became taboo to marry within your family is only because of diseases like hemophilia and stuff like that. Because the chance that you both carry a recessive gene mm-hmm. for something terrible is higher the closer related you are. Okay. So, like, when you're having a baby, you get tested. You and your spouse get tested for things like Tay-Sachs disease. Does anyone, Jennifer, do you know? Any, neither one of you have had a baby. No. No. But um, you get tested for things, especially right. like Jews. Yeah. So the Jews carry a bunch of stuff, and you have to make sure that your Jew doesn't match up with two Jew, the other Jew, <laughs> Tay-Sachs and, like, other things, cystic fibrosis and other things like that. But if you both don't carry it, you can have sex Again, to be clear, socially, I don't think this is great. I'm, I'm mostly going to just sit here and listen to this. I think. <laughs> I'm not really going to chime in too much on this. Totally fair. So this whole thing of like worrying, if you were to find out that something happened in your family, it's like slightly more likely that you may get a disease like this. But if you're fine, you're fine. Tony, I'm 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 so proud of you for having this correct. My poor sister-in-law was like, "What is happening? <laughs> like, what are you calling about?" But then she was like, "No, because actually, if it's a first cousin, yes, it's slightly more possible than the outside population that mm-hmm. you could carry, and as a sibling, way more likely. Yeah, if you were to carry it. But other than that." Go out and fuck. No, <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't even say it. All I want to say is I've been proven to be right in Boy. my views. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, we we survived our first uh, interview. Uh, pretty sure my career is done. So yeah, this is a great way for this to start. Um, I just. Also, want to be clear: don't have sex, don't go out and have sex with your family members. No, don't change your tune now. I, this has always been my tune. I don't know; it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm just saying, in case of disaster, and you find out when you do your 23 and Me. Also, if you've done the 23 and Me, don't you also get your blood work? Some people get like their blood work done and find out if they do have carriers for this and that. You'll be able to know right now. If you're fucked or not, <laughs> if you've got the two, the two genes that are going to really make a problem. Um, Tony. Yes. Um, as we go through the season, we're going to be doing uh, things where you and I get to know each other. I got to find out what your middle name is mm-hmm. in the beginning of this. Is there anything you'd like to ask me before we go? Because I, I want this to be even. All right. Uh, well, kind of on, on that same uh, premise somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could rename yourself, what would you pick? Great question. Uh, first of all, my middle name is Kristen. Thanks for asking. Um, Not really that interested. But. <laughs> okay. I just wanted you to know. I, 
uh, maybe you might be like, well, what's your middle name? But that's fine. Um, I I'm trying. I don't know now, but I will tell you if you asked me that when I was around nine or ten, mm-hmm. I wanted to be named Tina okay. or Julie more than anything on this earth. I was like, if my mother had just made that choice, everything would be going right in my life. <laughs> I don't know why Tina. Oh, so or- there's not even. There wasn't like an idol that you had or something. They had an appeal to me that sounded worldly, like (laughs) sort of like, uh, like, I don't want to say seductive because I was 10, but I think I was like, those are just names that command Tina and fucking Julie. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why. That's, uh, yeah, that's, because uh, I, I thought for sure, because I feel like when you have those hard opinions like that as a kid, it's, it's, it's there's a specific reason usually, it's, oh, because I was obsessed with Tina Turner or whatever. Nope. But no. I didn't even have a friend named Tina or a friend named Julie. <laughs> I'd heard them somewhere and it just hit my ear in a way that I was like, that feels right. Guys, we did it. We did it. If you like this podcast subscribe like we mentioned before and leave us a nice review on apple Podcasts. all right five stars five stars um we will um we will be back for the next one next week and look forward uh look forward to hearing from you again we're not i mean here. they 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 can they can get in touch wait yeah. how can they get in touch andrea i'm so, tina <laughs> <laughs> let's not get on that train all right Julie. uh they can follow us on a savage pod and all the twitters and social medias and also they can go to our website website <laughs> they can go to our website they can go to our website um a savage podcast.com cool uh and uh, let us know uh hope you enjoyed it thanks for listening talk to you later bye <laughs>